0: Jared and I love to work out. Well, I shouldn't say love. We do it because it we know it's good for our health. It makes us feel better. So we've been doing it since we were teenagers, going to the gym. And when we first got married, we got to go to the gym together. And the only time that we could actually go together was in the morning time. And I remember waking up in the morning as newlyweds and he would say to me, he would ask me, are we going to the gym today? And I I said to him, I could do either. (laughs) I don't think that was really helpful or motivating for him. And I wasn't a really good accountability partner at all. So last year in 2020, I wanted to spend more time with him. We were just busy and I wanted to find an opportunity to spend more time with him. And he was going to the gym early in the morning I was walking down my road in my neighborhood and I decided that I would attempt to start going to the gym with him in the morning time. He had an accountability partner and a workout buddy, but as you know, so goes with accountability partners and workout buddies. One person eventually falls off. And so his workout buddy fell off, and he was left to go by himself, and so I kind of felt bad for the guy, and I honestly wanted to spend more time with him, so I thought, well, I'll just go to the gym with him at five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> Y'all, I have been a mom, a stay-at-home mom for the past 13, 13 and a half years, and I've always just let my kids wake me up. I've never been a morning person. I'm more like you know, eight o'clock is kind of my sweet spot or seven thirty I'll wake up on my own. And so getting up at five o'clock, I thought it was absolutely ridiculous. So I started getting up with him early in the morning and I really enjoyed it. I felt motivated. And what got me up was a reason to get up and to look forward to spending time with him. But you know how it goes, the same again with accountability partners. I started getting used to it and I started like falling behind and staying up too late and then being too tired to wake up. Well, a couple of months ago, I did something that has transformed and transformed myself in in a way that helps me get up so much easier. And this thing that I did is also what helps people change their good, develop good habits and change their bad habits for good. So I'm glad you're tuning into this episode because it's going to be super simple, like a super simple concept, like almost like a no brainer or like, duh, why didn't I think of that? But it's going to bring so much revelation to you that you're going to start making Significant changes in your life just by just by applying this one truth about establishing or breaking habits. Hi, and welcome to the Habits and Home Show. I'm your host, Lisa Lazat, and I help busy moms bring order to their homes by downsizing and decluttering, and ditching old habits in exchange for systems that bring peace and more enjoyment to their lives. We have too much stuff, not enough space or time, and lack the motivation to get our life together. We need simplified solutions to tame the chaos around us and be available, both mind and body, to experience all the joy that life has to offer. Are you ready, friend? Let's get started. So this morning we wake up as usual and I had already been to the gym two days in a row and I stayed up a little bit later than usual and Jared was getting up, he was getting ready, and I told him, I said, babe, would you be upset with me if I just stayed home and got some extra sleep? He said, Sure, babe, no problem. Well, 15 seconds later, I found myself hopping out of bed, turning on the lights making my bed, getting dressed for the gym, and he comes out of the bathroom and just laughs at me. He's like, I thought you were staying home. I said, no, I am not that person who stays home. I am a morning person. I am a person who gets up and I get my day going and I know that I will regret that. So here's the secret of why I'm able to do that now and not have such a hard struggle. The secret to establishing habits and keeping them forever is identity is your belief system it's whatever you have identified as and whatever you have believed about yourself did you hear how i said i am an early morning person it's it's different than saying i get up early i have identified i have taken on the identity of an early riser. I have taken on the identity of someone who wakes up at 5 a.m. and gets her day started. It's very different than saying, I am a person who wakes up early. No, I am an early riser. Now, let me explain why your belief system and identifying as a certain person can radically change your habits. When people decide that they want to make a change in their life and they want to establish new habits or they want to break old habits or bad habits, they always start focusing on the wrong thing. In his book, Atomic Habits, James Clear says that change can occur in three different levels or as he used it, different layers, like the layers of an onion. You have layer, layer number one is where the outcomes, like you're, you focus on changing your outcomes. You're focusing on changing your results. And most of our goals that we set for ourselves are associated with this level or with this layer. The second layer is when you focus on changing your process, how you go about and the steps that you take to get you to that goal. You're changing your habits and you're changing your systems. Most of the habits that you build are associated with this level. Now, the third layer or the third level is the most life-changing level. And it's the one that as you work through and you get better at forming new habits, this is the one that you will realize, had I just went here to begin with, I would have got to my habit formation so much better. And this layer in this level is when you focus on changing your identity. You focus on changing your beliefs and your worldview. All right, so outcomes are about what you get. Your processes or your systems are about the steps that you take, and your identity is about what you believe. All of those can help you form habits and establish habits, but they're going to only provide so much. And the, the last level, the level where you change your identity and you embody who the person that you want to be and the person you want to become, that is when your habits will be established and you won't even... It's almost like you become your habits, your habits become you. There's no distinction. It's really cool once you realize this. Have you ever heard somebody say that once you learn a language or you once you learn how you can learn languages, that you can learn any language in the world that you want to learn... I kind of feel like it's the same with habits. Once you realize how to establish a habit, you can establish any habit that you want. So let's dive into this a little deeper. In his book, James Clear gives an example of a person that is offered a cigarette, somebody who used to smoke, they go to a party or somewhere and they're offered a cigarette. So we're gonna do two different people, person A and person B. When person A, is offered the cigarette, he responds like this. No, thank you. I don't smoke. You can only imagine the extreme self-control that he's having to muster up to deny himself the immediate gratification. Person A is focusing on the outcome and the process. He thinks that the longer I don't indulge in a cigarette, the less I'm going to want to smoke. And the less I smoke, the less addicted I'm going to be to smoking. And he may eventually get to that point where he where the desire completely goes away. But it's probably going to be a lot harder harder for him than person B. So let's talk about person B. When person B is offered a cigarette, he responds like this. No, thank you, I'm not a smoker. I am just doing like the whole like mind blown thing motion with my hand right now because it's literally mind blowing. It's just a simple change of words. Person A says, no, thank you, I don't I'm I i do not smoke. He's he's focusing on the process, the action that he's so used to doing. Person B says, no, thank you, I'm not a smoker. Who do you think is going to struggle more and longer with the addiction of smoking? This same concept can be applied in other examples. So for instance, instead of saying, I work out, I exercise, you can identify as a healthy person. Instead of saying that I stay up late, what do you call yourself? You call yourself a night owl. Instead of saying, I own a business, you can call yourself an entrepreneur One identity that comes easy to most of us is that once we have children, we identify as moms. The habits and routines that come with motherhood aren't as hard for us because we have identified as the person in this role in our children's lives. Other identities that a lot of us take on are our religious and political affiliations. If you follow Jesus, you read the Bible, what do you consider yourself? a christian so once you establish that identity your actions typically reinforce your beliefs as a christian and because you're constantly reaffirming your identity with your actions you will continue doing those actions because it aligns with your beliefs it's an ongoing cycle this is how habits are established now, in the same way that we can create good habits with our belief systems and how we identify ourselves and who we want to be, we can also create bad habits. This is why bad habits are so hard to break. It's because it's what we have identified in ourselves for such a long time. If you are someone who has always been an overeater, never on time anywhere, or you always Are easily offended. It's because you are identifying as one of those people. You are identifying as someone who doesn't have self-control. You are identifying as someone who doesn't care about being on time. You are identifying as someone who is sensitive. It's both amazing and quite alarming the power of our beliefs. Listen to what biblical wisdom has to say about the power of our beliefs about ourselves. In Proverbs 23, 7, it states that whatever a man thinks, so he is. We can change the word thinks to believes and read it again. Whatever a man believes, so he is knowing that we can see the potential and the possibilities to change our lives. It's really, really exciting. Whatever we think about ourselves, that is who we can become. It really excites me to think about that power that we have to change our habits and to change what we struggle to accomplish on a daily basis. So since I focus heavily on the home and our relationship with things on this podcast, let's talk about how we can apply the concept of changing our beliefs and identity to our home and our family management. If you are somebody who struggles with keeping the house clutter-free, you can start identifying yourself as someone who is either a minimalist or someone who isn't a hoarder. If you struggle with keeping the house tidy, you can start identifying as a clean person or someone who is detail-oriented. You've probably met some people who are type A or OCD, and you've witnessed how they don't struggle with cleanliness as much as you do. Now, I'm not saying that you have to be super extreme, but you get to choose the identity the identity that best suits your situation to help you affirm and reinforce the person that you want to become if you struggle with being patient and slow to anger with your kids you can change that behavior by changing your identity you can believe that you are a kind mom and because you truly believe that about yourself, you're gonna choose actions that reinforce your beliefs about yourself. And slowly but surely, you're gonna become the person who is kind, who is gentle, who is patient. You first have to focus on your beliefs about yourself. You will hear so many life coaches and inspirational speakers talk so much about mindset, That's why, and this is why, mindset is so important. Who you think you are is who you become. It's like the self-fulfilling prophecy. Whoever you think you are, that is who you will be. In the health and wellness company that I am a part of, we say that whatever you do, you are either sowing into wellness or you are sowing into sickness, I used the same idea for my son yesterday when he tattled on his sister for finding one of her Christmas presents underneath my bed. I said to him, when he told me that, I said, are you trying to hurt me by telling me that or are you trying to help me? Scripture even says something about this as well. You are either for me or you are against me. There's no middle road, friends. Our identities and our actions are either reinforcing good habits or they are reinforcing bad habits. Now, James Clear in his book, he does say that some habits are neutral, but I truly believe that neutral habits are either leading you in the right direction or the wrong direction. Let's talk about moms specifically. What do fun moms do? What are the actions that a fun mom takes? She has fun. What do patient, patient moms do? They have patience. What do great wives do? They act in what they think is greatness through their actions that continues to build up the relationship that she has with her husband. So how do we establish good habits or break bad habits forever without the never-ending struggle that we seem to always face. We focus on changing our identities. And it starts with just a single statement. I am blank. Fill in the blank. You could say, I am a morning person. I am athletic. If you identify the, as those people, you what are you going to do? Um, the morning person is going to be awake in the morning. And in their mind, they're thinking, a morning person gets up. What does a morning person look like? They get up early. They are productive. They do a lot of things. They might make their bed. They have a morning routine. What does an athletic person do? In their mind, constantly, they're thinking, does an athletic person do this? An athletic person participates in sports when they have an opportunity to. An athletic person works out every day. An athletic person takes care of their body and they eat well. Now, let me just warn you, because I know you're gonna get super excited about this, that you're not just gonna wake up one day and all of a sudden start identifying as a different person. Think back to the layers of the onion that I was talking about earlier. It takes practice. It takes practice going through each of those layers the first layer you remember, you may start with a goal and you might work at achieving an outcome because it's the easiest place for most people to start because you get quick wins and some sort of immediate gratification. Gratification is usually temporary, but it still feels good. A lot of people set goals around the new year or the new month or a new week. And as you know, New Year's resolutions end up failing because they are based on goals and not on our beliefs. So you'll sit in that layer for a little while, setting goals and not achieving the goals and going back through that endless cycle. And you'll grow a little bit as a person and you're, you'll grow your habit muscles. I call them habit muscles a little bit. And you'll move on to changing your habits through changing your processes. You'll see a lot of people doing this when they create a morning routine. This isn't a bad thing at all, but again, it's not long standing. There's still a struggle to walk through all these steps and you end up still living by a list of things to do instead of your actions being automatic. Then you'll finally reach, after you've grown a little bit more, you'll finally reach the outer layer, which, almost feels like a revelation or an awakening. That's how I liken it to. It's almost like just this awakening that you're like, oh my goodness, so that's how this works. And your new habits will be established without you even being aware because your identity and your beliefs have shifted. The shift in belief will change your actions without any list for you to have to check off. You will do these things automatically because it's who you have become and who you are that simple but powerful fact makes me really excited about the future for you now you're probably sitting there thinking lisa what are the steps that i need to take to change my habits to apply this identity shift to change my beliefs friend you keep focusing on the wrong thing you want the steps you want the list you want the process focus on the simplicity of just deciding who the person is that you want to be. It's that simple. It's as simple as thinking about what you believe about yourself, what you already believe about yourself. For instance, I got caught onto the carpet by one of Aubrey's, or Aubrey's only teacher at her homeschool group. We were—we had this parent meeting and she had us come in and she was so distraught about all of the parents getting their kids there late. And she just simply asked us, is being on time important to you? And yes, it was so important to me. It's so important to me that I'm on time to places because I know how rude that can be. And so it it caused me to reflect on myself that my actions weren't representing the person that I am. And so what happened? I started identifying as a person who was on time to places and that caused me to start taking actions to get me to places on time. It started not with the process, not with the steps. It started with the belief about myself. So take whatever it is that you want to become and take the actions that are going to represent the person that you are. Your actions are going to continue to reinforce the person that you are or the person that you want to become. Now, friends, last week I announced to you that I had an amazing accountability program coming out to you December 1st. I missed that deadline because I didn't realize all the technology and all the systems that were going to have to take place to get that that program up and going. So we're taking a little step back. I'm taking it really slow and I'm getting all of my ducks in a row so this program can work seamlessly for you and for me. So my next launch date I am planning on is next Wednesday, December 15th. That's two weeks after my original launch date and I'm not going to be too hard on myself. I'm not going to try to be the perfectionist. And I'm just going to embrace this season of trying new things. Would you mind being patient with me as I do that? I know you're excited about this program, and I know a lot of you are excited about having some accountability with your habit training and with establishing new things and and new systems in your life. I'm super excited to partner with you in that. So be on the lookout December 15th for Habit 30, which is going to be 30 days of text accountability from me. You're going to have me in your pocket every single day on your phone and you're going to be able to check in with me with whatever program that you sign up for. I have three different programs that I'm working really hard to put together for you. I'm really excited to start with these three. They're like the foundation of my entire home management program. So Be on the lookout next week. Also get on the email list so you can be the first to know when this program has launched and you can be the first to sign up for it. All right, friends, I hope that you will take this information about how to establish your habits forever and focus on your identity rather than on the processes, rather than on the goals, rather than on the steps and the checklist. Oh my goodness, that can be super overwhelming and super discouraging because you're not getting the results that you want. Focus your on your identity. Let me know in a review. Leave a review on this podcast and give me an I am statement and tell me who you are. Whatever you're struggling with or whatever you want to change, I want you to tell me about it in a review, a podcast review. You could scroll down to where it says leave a review and just tell me how you are going to start applying this information and who the person is that you want to become. Are you a morning person? Are you a productive person? Are you an achieving person? Who is it that you want to become? Let's call these our 2022 I Am Statements. I cannot wait to see what you tell me that you're going to become in 2020. All right, friends, I will see you right here again this Friday for a new No Fluff Friday. Hey friend, are you ready to dive in, start decluttering and become more productive in life and in business? Well, I have the solution for you. Head on over to habitsinhome.com slash freebies to grab my three-step guide for downsizing and decluttering any room in your home. This is the tried and true method I use with every client in my professional organizing business and I know it will help you too. Also, I'd love to connect with you. You can find me hanging out with my family and renovating our farmhouse over on Instagram or Facebook. Until next time, I'm Lisa at the Habits and Home Show.